Welcome, 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 everybody, to the belly of the beast. I'm Brandon Lou, Brandon Lou. And I'm the mighty Elijah. And we are romping and stomping our way through New York's culinary scene. And I am really, really pleased. Well, I know that I am approaching you with romantical intent. Oh, yes. And we are approaching all of you listeners with romantic with intent. With some romantical intent, yeah. <laughs> if you will accept that. Yes. Consent. Because this is our very special Valentine's episode. We are dropping this on the 15th, as we promised you. I think I'm going to splice careless whisper throughout this. Yep. Oh, yep. man. I, I, don't, I, I don't actually feel like that was the careless whisper it wasn't. theme. I think it started. It's- yeah, see, that's where I started. I started there and then I went to, oh, wow. I think I was doing just the two of us. Just the two no, of us. No, doing... I don't know what song that is. I believe that's just the two of us. Is it? I believe so. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's the day after Valentine's Day. I know that I am feeling great. I didn't always feel so positively about Valentine's Day, but... I don't know, man. Something in me, something in me has changed. Yeah, it might be the woman across from me. Oh, but I know you're all, uh, you know, just finished celebrating Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day or Palentine's Day, or maybe you just had a Valentine's Day for one where you treated yourself romantically. And treat yourself. Yeah, baby, treat yourself. I, I hope that either way you are satisfied and joining us on this listen. Uh, and prepared to indulge in what we indulged in. Yes. So the place where we decided to go for Valentine's Day is called Chalel. And um, Louis will hit you with the address in just a minute. But we actually went to Chalel for um, like our very first Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so this. No, 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 no. Not our first Valentine's Day. This is like our first major uh, date. date yes yes so this was our first major date and so for valentine's day this year we decided to revisit Chalel because we really enjoyed the food we got there and this time we were very wildly experimental just for you listeners and we were not let down so um let's jump into our first impressions upon walking in how would you describe the place for our listeners well in our experience walking in, all right, so you should know that it's a very easy place to miss because the restaurant is actually downstairs. It's like a sub-level uh, a restaurant. It is located at 65 West 70th Street uh, in Manhattan. And when you're walking past there, uh, when you're walking down that block, there's a staircase leading down, and the staircase has rose petals going on there. So it's yes. already... Just setting. It's uh, really, yeah, and that's consistent with when we went there last time. Like, the rose petals are not like a Valentine's Day gimmick. That's just how you know, Ju approach Chalel. Yes. Like, I, I don't know why that's the accent you get. I don't know, because I feel that it's romantic. Okay. That and is I your, associate that. Is your that Latin with, lover. Yeah. <laughs> Chalel Lounge, by the way, is not a Latin no, restaurant. It's that's why. <laughs> There's a lot of Morocco, Mediterranean, uh, North African 
uh, uh, tastes. Yet there is something romantic there. about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's very, like, the moment you walk in, it's already setting that tone. Oh, yeah, it's very, very hidden. Um, the staircase that you have to walk down is narrow and wrought iron and grungy. And, like, there's this one lone bench outside where no real New Yorker would ever be caught dead sitting. And then there's this, like, unobtrusive line of flower petals that lead you in. And as soon as you get in, it's, like, dark and moody and there are, like, curtains draped and yeah. lanterns now, lit. funny side note. We went there as soon as the place opened up. Because, oh, yeah, they thought we were totally fucking weird. Um, inside of Shalel, there is a little waterfall that I had not seen before. Uh, I knew it was there, but I had never had the opportunity to sit by it. So we wanted to get there early so we can have the best spot in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And when we arrived, we got there before they opened. So it's kind of funny. Like, as the, you know, you look down the staircase, you got the rose petals, and then there was also, like, this trash bag there because they were still, like, cleaning up. So we're sorry, <laughs> we're, we're sorry, Shalel. The poor bartenders, they were so gracious. Yeah. We walked in as soon as they opened, and we were just like, oh, because nobody, like, made any moves to greet us. We walked in, and they sort of looked at us like we were aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, are we too early? And the guy's like, no, no, yeah, we're open. It's like we a, just opened like a minute ago, but we're open. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was a it was a funny little moment. It was, but everything worked out as I hoped. I don't want to say as I planned because, you know, I I didn't know how they would, you know, bring us. I didn't I didn't I didn't be like all right if we get here at exactly this time they'll put us by the waterfall. It's like I was just hoping. That they would. And they did. They did. They met our every expectation because they knew what was up. Yeah, and it was Shalom great. Shalom is a knowing place, I have to say. It was also great being the first one there, and if not a little intimidating, because... We didn't our, have to wait. We didn't have to wait, but you know who did? The waitress. She, <laughs> uh, we yeah. sat down, and I felt like she came by our table three times before you're ready to make like any order whether it's drink or appetizer or anything no. it's like hold on hold on just un momento por favor it's like <laughs> another dose and tres minutos please it, it, it's like it was uh, it was funny but you have to understand that this is also something that's outside of our culture we weren't going to be able I mean there's a couple of times when we went to Cuban restaurants you know, for the podcast. And yeah, but Cuban feels comfortable. Yeah, and there's a couple of other restaurants where we're not completely unfamiliar with what we're eating, but we had only been to this restaurant once before, and the menu had changed a little bit. There were, there's like a famous appetizer. I'm, I, I shouldn't say famous, but like just well-known to locals who frequent the restaurant often, the lamb cigars, and they're no longer on the menu um, what I had last time we went, I had like a uh, a beef stew that was never like I had before. I was kind of looking forward to maybe ordering it again. It wasn't on the menu. So I needed a minute. Um, that said, we started out with drinks. 
and I believe the first thing I had was it wasn't the it wasn't the honeymoon. The first thing I it had was, was the ginger, ginger snap. snap. Yes. That was the hit of the evening. Ginger snap was great. The oh ginger my snap God. won it. If you're gonna go to Chalel, get the ginger snap. Nothing else even came close to comparing. It was wonderful. I really wish uh and 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 I might just go back soon just for no apparent reason at all. Because here's the other thing. I it's, have a reason. The ginger snap and those bacon wrap dates. We gonna get to that. But that's the thing. I think when you hear like restaurant, you know, you think that it's just uh, a place for dining, but the the full name of the restaurant is the Chalel Lounge. And like upon entering, like actually entering, once you get past those curtains and rose petals and that lone bench, there's also just like the bar. The bar is the first thing. And then off to the sides of the bar is, like, more of a cushiony, cushiony couch-like area for, like, you know, people who bring their friends, you know, just having, like, a little group hangout. And then there's only, there, there, there's a few tables for, for dining. So it's really, even though it sets this romantic atmosphere, like, to me, it's romantic. Like, it, we already mentioned the dim lights and, yeah. you know, waterfall. Like little, It was like a little grotto that we were sitting next Definitely. to. Definitely. It had rose petals all up in it. But it's also just a chill, low-key place to grab a drink. So I'm about to go back just next time I'm in the area for no special occasion. Grab just to grab a drink. Snap. Get me so a ginger good. snap. That was great. And then I wish I found out everything that was in it. I'll just make it at home myself. The flavors were <laughs> so, so bright. Yeah. Um, you, what did you, you got the sangria. I got the sangria. The sangria was good, but I frequently get sangria. It wasn't particularly, particularly special. Um, you know what yeah, I like, And then though? I switched to the ginger snap, which I was much happier with. What I, what I enjoy about sangria, I don't get it all the time. Um, I'm normally, there, there's a couple of drinks that I stick to. But what I liked about the sangria here is that they had strawberry and like their fruit. It like, was. It stood out. That and, that did. And I I'm someone who that. really likes strawberry, and so that was cool for me because I feel like the last few places we went to was like orange and apple, apple and grape, maybe a blueberry. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and nothing wrong with those, but it was nice to have something that tasted different, uh, just just a little different. I think what would make an excellent sangria would be a strawberry, pineapple, and lychee red sangria. Yes, you had mentioned that, and I'm interested. Have I? And yeah, I think at the bar, you know, you know, when we were discussing the things that were inside of the the sangria, you mentioned it to me. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. I don't remember this at all. It's okay. Well, what did we order? Well, after we spending... We ordered a lot of appetizers. A lot for us. A lot for Lou. <laughs> we, we each got our own individual appetizer. You tell them what you got, and then I'll go into mine. I was very happy with my appetizer. All right. So I got the codfish cakes with harissa sauce, and that was something I ordered because, as I had mentioned my previous time there, I had gotten the beef stew. But the beef stew had not tasted like a beef stew that I'd had before. Yeah. Beef stew is something that's very common to uh, Latinos, and I feel like Caribbeans in general, because we, 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 we have a lot of the same flavor palettes. True. But, um, yeah, so, but I had never had a beef stew like this before. And so I wanted to get these uh, codfish cakes because I'm familiar with the bacalaito. 
And I wanted to know how the bacalaito was different from their codfish cakes. And, and you know, that's something that was interesting to me. I like how even though we're from different cultures, we might have, you know, we add our little twists to it. So I wanted yeah. to see what Chalel's twist was to the bacalaito. How did you feel? Well, the taste wasn't too different. I mean, codfish is codfish. You know, uh, saltfish, whatever you call it, the fish tastes the same. Like, <laughs> there's no new taste to the, uh, to the saltfish. I feel that where the difference is, is one, the shape. Bacalaitos are normally uh, thinner and, like, disc-shaped. Whereas these codfish cakes were almost like nuggets, like little chicken tenders. And so that was cool. Um, where it also differed, though, was how they prepared the, uh, like, the breading. There was, like, spinach included in it. Uh, and I, I feel like it gave, like, a nice little, like, crunch that was different. Not to say bacalitos aren't crunchy. They're very crunchy. But it's not, we're not using, like, a plantain to to as our as our husk so to wow. speak you know so it was it had a nice flavor had a nice crunch different feel but the taste still very familiar it wasn't it wasn't like that beef stew that threw me for a loop like whoa brand new but it was a nice little twist on a very familiar dish wow um so, okay so i feel a little bad saying this but i didn't love it um, the spinach wasn't flavored in a way that agreed with me very much. Wasn't in love with the flavorings there. The texture was a little off for me. It was drier than I was used to. In, and I was comparing it to the bacalaito, and I wish that I wasn't. Because I find the meats in the bacalaito to be more succulent. I miss the guac also. I, I don't know. It just, it wasn't my favorite. Well, I don't find guac as a regular thing for bacalaitos. I know that was your experience with La Cabana where they they have like your little bacalaito cakes and they have... Yeah, uh, stacked. But like if you were to go to like a local, just like a local Spanish spot, like, you know, so, some like a cuchifrito place for those familiar with uh, the term... Uh, there, I, I I feel like you're not gonna get guac with that. Does it come with any sauces? Well, when when I have uh, when when what what we got was the harissa, uh, the harissa sauce. Yeah, uh, and, it was actually mayonnaise mixed with harissa. I really enjoyed that. That was really cool because like when I have tostones, so often when I go to like restaurants and I get them, they give me like a garlic uh, like a garlic sauce. Uh, they did the that. oil and garlic thing. Yeah, and, and that's the cool. Mole. But 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 I'm so used to having uh, like mayonnaise and ketchup together as a mix and dipping my tostones in that. So the harissa sauce also felt somewhat familiar with a little mm. twist. It was a little different. I see. It's like a pepper sauce with the mayonnaise, so it has a little spice to it. And I was able to dip the 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 codfish cakes into that, so it was. And I've never dipped the bacalaitos in that before. Normally, I just have bacalaitos as is. Like, like you know, give it to me. Ah, I eat it. I'm not, like, spreading sauces or dipping it in anything. I just eat the bacalaito. It's oily. It's flavorful. It's, you know, there's, like, onion in it. They, 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 it has its own things. I've never needed to dip anything into my, uh, uh, onto my bacalaito. Or the other way around. You dip the bacalaito. Doesn't matter. Point is, it was very nice to have something. 
and it wasn't guacamole. It was the harissa, and that was nice. So this experience was a plus for him, yeah. and I would like to shift into my plus uh, for the appetizer blitz. We got a couple more appetizers. Um, the bacon wrap dates. Uh, these were slow roasted dates stuffed with an almond and wrapped in charred bacon. These were amazing. These were stunning for the mouth. I didn't realize that I enjoyed dates this much, but I do. So I good. think I've discovered a new favorite food. If the mouth could orgasm. Again? It would have. <laughs> I haven't said it in a while. I figured it was time to bring it back. Okay. Um, I loved it. The flavors were so rich and bold. The bacon added, like, an amazing smokiness to it. The dates were sweet. And it counterbalanced with the smokiness and saltiness of the bacon ex just perfectly. The almond in the center of the roasted date added a crunch and a texture to the overall dish that was really wonderful. The almond didn't flavor the dish at all. It just added texture, and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I thought that the bacon-wrapped dates were a huge win. Did I give you one? Oh, absolutely. I had one. Did you? How did you I feel I think I had it? more than one. I think I had two. But, but it was very good, surprisingly good. Yeah. I was I shocked by it. I wasn't so much shocked by the dates. I feel like I've had dates before, but it's... It is something that I don't have very often, so sometimes... I'm completely unfamiliar with dates. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not really familiar. I feel like I've had them before. It was... I think what surprised me most was the, was the almond inside of it, because I'm not someone who likes... And I've said this before. I don't like nuts in my food. You keep your nuts away from him. I don't like it in my salad. I don't like it in my ice cream. Just let me have my almonds separate from everything else you're doing. However, this was really good. Yeah. The 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 bacon was crisp, but and, and full of flavor, but not overbearing. You know, it was very much just a wrap. Yes. The, the date, different texture, different taste, so good. And then underneath all of that, the almond crunch. It was it was like whoa, experiencing so many different things, sensory overload, but. In the best way? Yes. Um, I I loved it. I thought that it was definitely a star. And whew, by this point, I was secretly struggling because I was already satisfied. And we hadn't had very much. But we ordered a lot of appetizers. And up next, if you don't mind moving on. Oh, I don't mind because the, the, these are both your picks, I feel like. The next one was the lamb meatball, if oh, I'm correct. Oh, I was going to feature the Brio Watts. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Did you forget about the Brio Watts? I think I did. Whew. Okay, so um, the Brio Watts were really tasty, actually. They were saffron chicken Brio Watts. They had this crisp outer shell, and it came with cilantro, garlic, onions, and cumin, and with a harissa dip. You can see the Brio Watts featured in our um, premiere video, which we are airing with this episode. That's what he is dipping into that red sauce, which is the harissa. Um, my first impressions of this 
were that they had a really, really crisp outer shell, almost as if they were deep fried. There was a delicious and succulent inner meat. The harissa sauce didn't come with mayonnaise this time. It was just pure harissa with no mayonnaise. It had a really rich, nutty undertaste that added something beautiful to the brioats. What was your feeling on them? I really, I feel like they had really delicate flavors that mixed together nicely. The thing I remember most about the Brio Watts is almost feeling like we were having a, a dumpling almost. Like, texture-wise, yeah. it wasn't a dumpling. It was almost like a wonton. Yeah, that, that that's much better description. Thank you. I, I got to admit, I don't really remember the flavors too much. Ooh, it was good. I remember it. Yeah, like, like looking back, like I'm like, wow. Because it compared, I guess, to everything else we had, it really wasn't a standout for me. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. I'm sure I enjoyed it very much in the moment. But, like, I remember those dates. I remember the codfish cakes. I even remember the meatballs, and I'm not a big meatball fan. Yeah. The, 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 the Bria Watts. Fucking lost. Lost but, in the overall grandeur of the meal. Yikes. But uh, it, the dates were a huge standout, uh, especially as something new. And the codfish uh, was something familiar. And the chicken, I don't want to say that I didn't enjoy it. I very much did. Um, but but, but it, it, I feel like it balanced out everything we had. It was new, uh, familiar. And this, I feel like what stands out to me most is the harissa from that. Because that was an unintentional star. Because I feel like harissa accompanied a lot of the dishes we ordered. Yes, and they did so much with it. Yeah, it, so it was... Is what I was super impressed by. So so I I enjoyed it, especially accompanied with everything we had before because it added, it was like, here's something different, here's something different, here's something different. Nothing we had was too similar to the previous thing we had before. Yes, agree. And I'm glad that we each had something that wasn't a huge standout for us. I feel like that balances out our um, review pretty neatly. Um, Next up in our appetizer blitz, we did it all for you, listeners. We did it all for you and to satisfy our beastly bellies. We got the lamb meatballs. This was um, a little belly pick. The... Codfish cakes and the brioats were a big belly pick. At first, I was disappointed by them because the bacon wrap dates, the flavor was so, so bold. And I was expecting more super strong, punchy flavors. But um, I warmed up to it after a while because it was very well executed. The flavors were complex and they left a bold and spicy aftertaste if they didn't hit spicy immediately. I felt like the meatballs were like a slow burn. They got to you and at first it was like, oh, this is not bad. And then as you chewed through it, more flavors would like reveal themselves like beautiful figures in the mist and like you would be eating it and it would be a a mystery that revealed it. I'm getting poetic, but it was wonderful. (laughs) There were very bold and spicy flavors as a nice baseline. There were a couple of lighter notes. There might have even been some saffron in these as well. I was well pleased by them. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on this Valentine's episode, I'm about to get real honest with you about my feelings about balls. Oh. Meatballs. I'm not a big meatball. Meatball. Yo, he just right. doesn't like balls. I uh, can't relate. <laughs> meatballs I have an issue with because, I mean, I, I don't think they're very, they're a very exciting meal. Um, I also think people who, like when you specialize meatballs, you know, people want to make like bigger and bigger meatballs every time they make them. What? And I've never encountered this phenomenon. No, I've, man, I, I, I'm used to having just like a, a, like a, a decent sized meatball, maybe on like some spaghetti or something. But like when you go to someone's home and it's like, I made meatballs and they always got like these huge meatballs. And I'm just like, I feel like I don't he's firing shots directly at me. I really like it. It wasn't intended to be at you because, like trust them. me, you were not the only guilty party. Oh. And, um, I no, I'm just I'm not a fan. Sick like, of like, your giant balls. I don't. I, I don't dislike them. I dislike how excited other people get about them. I'm but mad I'm that the <laughs> world is excited by your giant balls. Get that, those balls out of here. That said, they're not bigger than my balls. That said, uh, maybe it's because of the, uh, off the appetizer menu, uh, but we had some nice tiny little balls here. Uh, nice tiny little tiny lamb. balls. Tiny. Much more acceptable. It's uh. You know, so because I guess it's an appetizer, you've got some smaller, easily digestible balls, and then they're lamb. So here's what's cool. At least for me, I thought it was cool. It, as Alicia already mentioned, it kind of sneaks up on you, but I think in, like, the best way. Yeah. Because at first, I didn't think anything was particularly special. It was just like, all right. It's lamb, but it feels just like a ground beef meatball to me. I don't see any difference. It's a little smoother, which I might not love. And then all of a sudden, here comes the lamb just out of nowhere. Like, and it was wonderful. I was like, wow, I might prefer lamb meatballs over ground beef meatballs. Lamb meatballs, the way to go, baby. Um, I already said that I really like them, but I also want to highlight that they came with a side of pita and the pita was really hot and soft like it wasn't like a crisp pita and it added like this gentle gentle notes to the lamb meatballs that was really good and it was great at sopping up the extra gravy so 10 out of 10 for that as someone who's not particularly a pita guy it was nice having something that felt fresh like it was almost like going to a bakery except when i go oh, to a bakery it did feel really fresh like you know when you go to a bakery or you go to a restaurant that gives you like some warm fresh bread you're not used to getting pita so having this warm fresh pita delicious so our le grand plate was a yogurt marinated chicken kebab uh with roasted vegetables basmati pilaf and more warm pita oh yeah we decided to split this because, as you know, Little Bully was already full by this time. Everything past the point of the lamb meatballs is just Little Belly being motivated by greed, folks. <sighs> it, it, it's true. When, when it comes to these sort of things, when we're splitting meals, I got to do the majority of the, the heavy lifting here. Not that that's a bad thing. We eat well. It's not. And, and, and you got to take some home. You know, so it's not like I was just eating all of this and, you know, you definitely had some. It was just some for later. But <laughs> I, I was so good with this, actually. I, like, I took, like, one of everything and, like, wrapped everything else up. 
Yeah, it was, and and it was it was tough to order. I already mentioned early in the episode how much time we spent on this menu. The waitress uh, was very patient. Yes, but getting this was not the wrong move. I was in love with this chicken. It was I don't I don't know if it was the the roasted vegetables on top of it, adding flavors, but it was delicious. Ah, oh, it, it was. I think it's the the I, I think it was a perfect meal like to accompany all of the appetizers we had that I felt were very subtle and had their own like little things to it. The chicken packed such a punch and maybe it was just what my heart desired and needed on this Valentine's Day because like as as I was chomping and chewing, I realized how fast I was getting through it. And so I like saved a piece of chicken. <laughs> oh my God, I remember, I was like, "What are you doing with that little side piece of chicken?" And you were just like, "Oh, I'm saving it." And I was just like, "Oh." Yeah. yeah, I wanted it to be the last part of dinner that I had. Like, oh. You know, like I didn't want like this was this was really good. It was really good. Like I I, I don't I don't know if it was. It wasn't even what I was expecting, because I don't know, I, I, I figured, like, yogurt, you know, yogurt marinated chicken, I don't know if I was expecting, like, a yogurt, like, coating on the outside. It really wasn't. It wasn't, like... No, there was no leftover coating from the yogurt. It was really just an overly succulent chicken. Not overly, yeah. because it feels weird to say that, but, you know, like, when you cover a pork chop in mayonnaise, it was sort of the same principle. Mm-hmm. None of the, like... Yogurt was left, but it was right. left with this really like succulent chicken. There right. was, and, a, and and with respect to the the vegetables and the spinach, I just didn't want it to be the. I didn't want the last thing I ate off the the, the main course to be spinach. I ain't Popeye. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the spinach. Um, it was good. It was subtle. But it just wasn't a standout because everything else was so um, overwhelming. Um, I remember that you really appreciated the garlic bits. I enjoyed the crispness of the spinach. Um, It was definitely not overdone. I agree about the flavors of it not being strong. Um, My impressions of the chicken, though, I wanted to say, there was such a beautiful, smoky undertone to the chicken. And they didn't mention smoking it, but it's just like, I really want to know how they cooked it. Because, like, the flavors were just so, so succulent. Like, I understood the sentimentality about saving a piece because it was truly beautiful. Um, it, There was just such a depth to the flavors. The onions and the peppers were just the perfect complement. Um, the rice, though, was its own standout. The right, the basmati rice pilaf was the king of rice. I kid you not. It was so smooth and just buttery. Like, it was, you. I could have really just eaten a bowl of it on my own. Like, it was that good. And paired with the chicken together, it was wonderful. There was this mysterious, bright mystery flavor, which we couldn't identify. Um, It might have been lemon, because I remember they did something interesting with the spinach the first time we went, which I didn't see them replicate next time. They added a little lemon to it. 
Um, and that's actually something I stole for my own replication purposes. But there was a brightness to it. That, that might have been the yogurt. Maybe it really tied the meal together. And it was just like so many keynotes in your mouth now, going off at once. It was super cool. I love the way that it was plated. I feel like there's a discussion. And this is more of like a, when you're at a function and like you and you're collecting food for yourself. And you don't want like your e e either you do want your food to mix or you don't want your food to mix. Maybe you're someone who doesn't like your sauces from one food to get into the other food or someone who or maybe you're someone who likes when everything gets together and makes its own amalgamated taste. But there was no option here. The way that it was plated, the chicken was like on top of the rice pilaf and, yes. and, and, and the vegetables and the onions and the peppers. Were so on top all of those of the flavors bled down into the rice and flavored it. And you mentioned how like almost buttery. The, it wasn't the, almost buttery. It was like, buttery. Like, like, like this rice. So you have like this, uh, uh, this flavorful rice pilaf and then you've got this flavorful chicken and then you've got these vegetables and everything together it's in your mouth just just like bam just like sorry emerald lagasse for stealing your little catchphrase but that's really what it's it felt in like in your mouth like bam it really is and, and all these flavors and and i don't want to say i was caught off guard because i knew i wanted to come to this place i love this place i know what they do <laughs> and yet it was still something that it's nice to know that you can go to a place and you know how good it is, but it's still the goodness of it. <laughs> you know, yes. you still just appreciate it again. It's like, felt, wow. Yes, I can agree with that. This I might be my favorite place I've been to with, with you. Oh. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I mean, like, oh, we've been to a couple of places. We've had some standouts. We've had some disappointments. This this particular meal that we, we're having uh, uh, for Valentine's Day might be my favorite. Oh, I see. Um, I was going to say I agree with your sentiment. Chalel is one of the better restaurants we've been to. It might also be a favorite of mine. I felt very safe experimenting inside of Chalel because I trust the quality of everything that's there. Um and I wasn't let down. Like, I was free to try things like almond stuffed dates. And um, I got even more dates at the end of the meal. And all of it was just so, so good. And so with that said, I think that it is time to move into dessert. Yeah, you've already teased us by mentioning dates. Yes. Um, and I, I suppose that it's rightful that I, I start us off with the date tart that we got for dessert. It came with buffalo kaimak cream, toasted almonds, and molasses with a choice of ice cream. And so my first impressions of this were that it just had a wonderfully, wonderfully nutty taste. Um, it was actually, it, it wasn't what I expected at all. It was sliced roasted and spiced dates on top of like a crispy thin pita and so it had a wonderfully crisp texture 
the dates were soft and turned into mush almost instantly. It became like a paste. I kind of wish it had just been a paste, but I get it. Um, the flavors worked beautifully together. It paired super well with the ice cream. The dates are like syrupy and almost sticky. And I really enjoyed it. And and I you, you let me have a little taste of that. Oh, yeah. And it was so... It was just like this nice little snack. It was a sweet snack. Yeah. That's it, like exactly how I would describe it. But like I could see myself just like having that. Like I'm surprised that I can't just purchase that regularly in supermarkets and diners and I really looked (laughs) on the internet. Where where are even dates? Where do you get them? Which supermarket do I have to go to? Like where can I find them? Because I want some bacon wrap day. I can make that. Yeah. Where is it? And even like regular things that we're nor you know, uh, that you can find in supermarket like uh, like let's say like a wafer. You know, I can find a strawberry wafer, and I can find a lemon wafer or chocolate or vanilla. I can't find date flavored nothing. No. <laughs> that bothers me. I want that. Where are dates? Where can you just get them? Well, dates are fruit from uh, a date palm tree. Where whereas figs are from. A I mean, tree. which grocery store is? Am I a native New Yorker about to pull up in to come home with some dates? Well, I feel like you could just get them in, like, I know by our old college, our old stomping grounds there. Our alma mater. On our CCNY campus, not too far was a supermarket. And I bought some dates, but dates look like prunes to me. They do. So I would never just offhand just buy some dates. Skipping those dates. I don't like prunes. No. I think dates look disgusting. They're distinctly I, not prunes. Which might be why I don't... I mean, I've yet to just have a date just to eat a date, so like... They're probably delicious. They're very sweet. I hope so. Yep. Maybe one no. day I'll try it out. Maybe Everything one day I'll try it out. Everything that I ate out of that place that included <laughs> dates, the dates were sweet. I don't know. I might just want to bring a pack of dates to Shalom. Like, can you do something with this? Do something <laughs> with this. Yo. Because I'm still a little timid, a little scared to just try some dates out, have a date with some dates. Uh-huh. And, and I don't know. What did you order for dessert? I got the caramel semifreddo. I don't mm. even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think you might be. Uh, You're really good semifreddo. with these things, actually. Uh, well, thank you. Um... Now, semifreddo in Italian means half cold or half frozen. And it's uh, so it's kind of like a frozen dessert. I was expecting ice cream, though. Like when I Googled it and was trying to it's like so it's like an ice cream, but it's not entirely ice cream. But the semifreddo came with a side of ice cream. So it's like, am I getting like a double ice cream? Like, what is Is it or is it not ice cream? (laughs) It it is like a. Half frozen kind of dessert, but it wasn't. I don't want to call it ice cream though. I feel like that would be. Uh, it's similar, but but I it was more like a mousse, I guess you could say, and it came with a caramel layer on top of it, but it almost tasted like um, you put me onto creamer. Like I used to just put milk and sugar in there, like a basic man, like a savage, yeah, <laughs> an unknowing just savage. Yeah, just, just you know, milk and sugar. That's all I need. You put me on a creamer, and man, I forget the name of the brand. It's okay; they're not they're not paying us, but but like they have the 
amaretto, the caramel amaretto creamer. That's what, that's kind of what this, uh, what the semi freddo tasted like for me. Yeah. So it was a nice, it was a nice little treat. Very different for me. I've never had before. Would definitely order again. It was sweet. I'm a big caramel fan, but it didn't just taste like what I'm used to. It's not just like, oh, here's some, here's some caramel drizzled, drizzled on your frozen ice cream like snack. How about the peasant? No, no, it was, it was, it was definitely something different and enjoyable. Would have again, especially with the ice cream, the caramel, semi freddo, and the ice cream together. It's like, wow. Yeah. I, I enjoyed my dessert a lot. I found the flavors in your dessert to be light and sweet and complimentary. I got undertones of cherry from it, though. Well, that might be the amaretto. Yeah, no, it's absolutely that. It yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and that might be why it was so different. I've never had... I've never had a dessert like that. The only time I've experienced that flavor was from that creamer. And so having it like in something I'm eating was like, huh, caught me off guard. And I like cherries. So that was cool for me. This was yeah. great. I didn't I, even realize I was getting all that. I don't love cherries and it was still really good. No, no. Would get again. Definitely. And it's nice, especially when you go to places and you get dessert. And it's nice to find something different. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to a place and I might be limited to the same options, especially here in New York. Yes. Not, 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 not to, not to. The New York cheesecake is good. I don't want to see her again. I feel like I'm limited to a cheesecake, apple pie, chocolate cake, uh, or, or, or some variety of a chocolate cake, like the the, the chocolate the, mousse if you're being fancy, or or the 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 the, the molten some sort of molten brownie. Uh, <laughs> Don't hate on that molten brownie. I'm not hating on any of that these desserts. All of these desserts are delicious. I just feel like, depending on where you're going, I'm being offered the same desserts. So it's nice to find something different. Not just one thing different, two things different, because you got something we've never had before. I got something we never had before, and it was fantastic. What were your overall impressions of Shalal the, what was it, third time around for you? This is the third time around for me. For me, it's the second time around. Um, I, I had been there once before, and that's how I knew I wanted to take you there. Because mm -hmm. uh, it it's a beautiful place. This was, I got to say, for someone who this is my third time there, they've never disappointed me. Never. They've I never disappointed have to me. agree. And I feel like... I know you weren't feeling too hot on the, the codfish cakes, and that's fine. But, like, I feel like nothing I had on this day was bad. Yeah, no, even the codfish cakes, I didn't love them, but they were well prepared. Anyone could see and taste that in the textures that they were put together with a skillful hand. I just didn't like the end result. It was rendered properly. I just didn't want it. I just feel like you go and you look back on our podcast so far... This there is were, a glowing there's, review. There, there, there's highlights and there's lowlights. This is a and, highlight. And, but like from start to finish, like everything about this place was amazing. And I think back to uh, one of our one of our listeners who had asked for, you know, what would be a nice place to pop a question in, uh, to is like secretly Shalel. Shalel is if you're a lower key person. Especially if you've gone, like, also if you go, like, on a weekday, I imagine it might be less busy on a weekday. I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't recall. You just show up at 5 o'clock or 4.30, like. whenever they open. <laughs> you have a nice, quiet, and low-key time. You, you, you know, if, if you manage to get it. I wouldn't go on bended knee by the, by, by the little waterfall. Because it's not it's a lot a, of space. It's a very tight spot. <laughs> but, but still, it is this beautiful, beautiful place. Very romantic. Perfect for Valentine's Day. I don't think so far we have, we, we have been to uh, uh, a better spot. I had, I, yeah, this, this, this has been my, my favorite place so far. I found, although they were shocked by our rapid entry, I found the staff to be accommodating and sweet. And I think that they knew we were bloggers because we definitely got, or they treated us well because we spent a lot of money because they came around with some complimentary tequila shots yeah. to uh, send us off after we had paid the bill. And those tequila shots were my undoing. Shame on you, Shell. Well, <laughs> my it been goodness. been a while since I've had tequila. And oh, I was messed up after that. I was like... Blah, 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 blah. I was good. I was like, grassy. And like, <laughs> I was like, thank you, but I was like, thank you. Like, I was messed up. Like, No, I was so, uh, man, I was good, man. I was like concentrating on being not sloppy on the train ride home. Yeah, I, I'm super appreciative for their patience because we they took so great. long on the menu. And we needed so many containers. Thank you, Shalel. Yes. I know that I'm annoying. I just can't eat a lot. It thank was... you. Thank you. Our experience, the atmosphere, the food. 10 out of 10. Definitely yeah. take your partner there. If you're looking for, um, if for whatever reason you couldn't do Valentine's Day proper because it was a Friday and everyone's working and it's after work and you're thinking about, oh God, it's Saturday. Where do I take this person now? Take them to Shalel. Like, if that's the boat that you're in, take them to Shalel. You'll look like you really, really planned it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you should also know, I guess, that this doesn't really relate to us, but as far as like reservations, they only take for parties of four or more. Yes, just get there. Yeah, so you you're you're really you really got to plan this uh, uh, to the best of your ability. Oh yes, so I thought Shalal was definitely is definitely worth a visit. Um. If you're scrambling, if you're in that spot where you just you want to take your partner for something new and on the exotic side, this Moroccan spot is where you want to end up. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we close out? Yes, uh, ju- just just one thing, because we didn't even like eat or drink anything from there. But I do want to go back. I mentioned that we had gotten there early. So we needed to kill some time. Yes, you should get there early because they don't take reservations or for a hire. So get there early like we did. But right across the street. Because we had time to go because we got there really early. (laughs) Right across the street is this coffee spot. Oh. The sensuous bean. The sensuous bean. And... I thought it was hilarious. Like the we had no we had, sensuality. We had no intentions of going in there. No. But we had to like we we really had like maybe ten minutes to kill and And the name is the sensuous bean. I wanted to know what was so sensuous about this bean. So we go and like at first we're like looking out the window and I noticed they have like cookies from the window. Um one of my favorite types of cookies is uh, the Linzer tart. And 
then we're watching other people go in, and I was like, do you want to go in? Do you want to go in? Let's go in. I think it's really cool if you want to buy your own, like, kind of custom, not custom, but your own type of custom. Your own kind of coffee, because they have just, like, it's kind of like when you go to, like, a candy shop, and you could buy, like, uh, get, like, licorice or gummy bears by, like, the pound. It's like, you know, they have all these different types of coffee beans, and they may not have available for you in, you know, your cafe of choice. So... I was looking at all that, and because it's just so full of beanery, sensual beanery, by the way. I was going to say, <laughs> together, the beans do create a rather sensuous smell. It smelled so good in there. It smelled rather sensuous. So if you steal our technique of arriving early so you could try to sit by the waterfall, uh, you might as well kill some time at the sensuous bean, maybe grab you a cookie. Because I know I'll definitely be going back there, too, now that I know where I could get some lenser tarts in the area. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say. Now that I'm packing in, like, extra shout-outs to uh, coffee shops, I think which was never my intention. Before, before we say farewell, please, please remember to like, share, follow everything we're doing on social media. From Belly of Bob on Twitter and Instagram to uh, at Facebook Bob's Beast. at Bob's Beast. Uh, you know, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, um, whatever you're listening to us on. Be sure to follow us so you can stay up to date with all of our podcasts. We are dropping podcasts on the 15th and the 30th of each month, with the exception of this month, it's February. Um, yeah, so, 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 and, and tell a friend, share, we are on this culinary journey together. So I think, I think it might be safe to assume that you've survived the belly of the beast. Thanks for listening. Bye.